0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the love of God the Father, the peace of his Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and always. We join together in this community as followers of Christ, to listen and reflect on God's Word, to humbly pray for all our needs and those of others. We pray for our sisters and brothers who have gone before us marked with the sign of faith. We remember especially Florence Durson, Bertrand Mumble, Yu Manfred, and all our loved ones. May they all rest in the Lord. Amen. We now introduce our readings and sing a hymn in praise of the Holy Trinity. I am your brother in Christ, Patrick Puffer. <laughs> Sisters and brothers, We can all recount experiences when we have been attacked before, whether it be verbally, physically or emotionally. And what do we generally do in such circumstances? We fight back. Revenge or retaliation is the automatic human response to violence. This basic principle of retribution is pervasive in our society today. 90% of our action films are based on some variation of it. Someone is attacked by another and finds a way to strike back, often with excessive violence. This human natural justice of eye-for-eye tooth for tooth which is the wisdom of this world implies that what you give is what you get in return in today's gospel Jesus turns this principle on its head he offers an alternative response as the litmus test for being his disciple instead of violence his followers are supposed to act differently to the standards set by society. Christians are meant to respond to violence with non-violence. We are to offer no resistance to the one who does us evil, that we are to turn the other cheek. The first reading goes even further as to warn us against bearing hatred or grudges, but to love our neighbour as ourselves. And in the second reading, St Paul insists that we are God's temple and his Holy Spirit lives among us. He also discloses that God would destroy anyone who destroys his temple because we are sacred. He warns against using the wisdom of this world because it's foolishness to God. Brothers and sisters, let us pray that we will respond to God's call to be holy by loving those who hate us and standing up for our faith, even as we pray for those who persecute us. Amen. A reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Speak to the whole community of the sons of Israel and say to them, Be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. You must not bear hatred for your brother in your heart. You must openly tell him, your neighbour, of his offence. This way, you will not take a sin upon yourself. You must not exact vengeance, nor must you bear a grudge against the children of your people. You must love your neighbour as yourself. I am the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Didn't you realize that you were God's temple and that the Spirit of God was living among you? If anybody should destroy the temple of God, God will destroy him because the temple of God is sacred. And you are that temple. Make no mistake about it. If any anyone of you thinks of himself as wise, in the ordinary sense of the word, then he must learn to be a fool before he really can be wise. Why? Because the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. As Scripture says, the Lord knows wise men's thoughts. He knows how useless they are, or again, God is not convinced by the arguments of the wise. So there is nothing to boast about in anything human. Paul, Apollos, Cephas, the world, life, and death the present and the future are all your servants but you belong to christ and christ belongs to god the word of the lord thanks be to god Hallelujah, hallelujah. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we shall come to him. Hallelujah. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, You have learned how it was said eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I say this to you, offer the wicked man no resistance. On the contrary, if anyone hits you on the right cheek, offer him the other as well. If a man takes you to law and would have your tunic, Let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone orders you to go one mile, go two miles with him. Give to anyone who asks, and if anyone wants to borrow, do not turn away. You have learned how it was said, you must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say this to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In this way you will be sons of your Father in heaven, for he causes his Son to rise on bad men as well as good, and his rain to fall on honest and dishonest men alike. For if you love those who love you, what right have you to claim any credit? Even the tax collectors do as much, do they not? And if you save your greetings for your brothers, are you doing anything exceptional? Even the pagans do as much, do they not? you must therefore be perfect just as your father as your heavenly father is perfect the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ Brothers and sisters in Christ, today I would like to focus this reflection on something prominent within the readings today. Let's see if you can guess what it is from the next few sentences. It is a selfish, And negative emotion that is nursed from the heart. It is a driving force behind much of the wicked action people take. It actively separates people from one another. It allows people to see their fellow human as not also made in the image of God. Have you guessed it yet? Well, let's go even further. It is not just an emotion. It is a state of being that involves choices, behaviours and thoughts. It begins in the heart nursed as anger. We have all experienced it and even been guilty of using it. You guessed right. It is hate or hatred. Sisters and brothers, I have got news for you. Hatred is poisonous and dangerous. And yes, it kills. Brothers and sisters, hatred kills. There is nothing earth-shaking about that statement. Wars demonstrate this. There are people who hate other people and who do everything they can to eliminate them. There are atrocities taking place as we speak. Atrocities happening every day because of hatred. Genocides, apartheid. Racism, civil wars, abortions being committed, you name them all, they are caused by hatred. The innocent, particularly children, die because of it. But we don't have to go so far to find hatred. Let's come closer to home. Our families... Our communities, our villages, our towns, our cities, our countries. Strangers, immigrants, refugees, people being attacked on roads, motorways, and highways due to hatred. Some groups around the world proudly perpetrate hatred. The Ku Klux Klan, KKK, skinheads and other fascist-oriented groups feed on hatred. Children bullied in school, adults discriminated against, singled out at work because they look and sound different. Hate is behind it. Brothers and sisters, Hatred kills. There are two victims of hatred. One, the person who is physically hurt and two, the person who hurts or hates, that is the perpetrator. The foremost victim of hatred is the person who hates. Hatred transforms a person from a compassionate human being to a person whose main concern is to seek vengeance on someone whom the person feels has wronged them. Life is consumed with the desire for retaliation and reprisal. Maybe this vengeance may not be seen in a physical attack. It may very well be in a form of a verbal attack or a destruction of another's reputation. The fact is that the person who hates has transformed his or her life. This person cannot be the loving person Christ called him or her to be. Brothers and sisters, hatred kills. If God is love, then how can a Christian hate? The Christian who hates is sacrificing Christianity for the sake of this selfish emotion. Again, the Christian who hates is indeed the first victim of hate. Sisters and brothers hatred kills. People often say, "How can I love someone who treats me like this?" How can love? How can I love them when they say all these nasty things about me? Some even threaten to kill me. How am I supposed to love someone who only cares about themselves? And not only that, but spreads all these gossips and lies about me. Well, it might sound like a cliché, but we have got to let go of the past. We cannot let the past dictate our future. We cannot let the past destroy us. We can still love those who, who have hurt us. In fact, we have to because that is the command from our savior today. Perhaps it was tongue in cheek that St. Paul told the Romans to love their enemies because it will drive them crazy. He said in Romans chapter 12 verse 20, If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. What actually drives them crazy is that it is difficult, very difficult to respond to kindness with nastiness. Many will continue to try to be nasty, but it isn't easy. Have you tried turning the other cheek when somebody slaps you on one cheek? It's difficult, very difficult for them to slap the other cheek. Still, the call to love those who hate us is what we are called to do today. That does not mean we should seek their company so we can endure further hurt. No sometimes it's just the best thing to have less of their company brothers and sisters let's conclude our reflection with this prayer please pray with me god our father you are the god of love you are love itself thank you for sharing your great infinite love with us Thank you for sending your Son to die in an act of sacrificial love so that we can have an eternal relationship with you. Lord, it is so easy to cave into our flesh and begin to hold hate or hatred and grudges in our hearts. Help us to see people the way you do. To love them the way you do. We know that sometimes we struggle to love people, especially when we come into conflict with them. Fill us with the Holy Spirit, that we may be able to listen, be guided and obey. Please forgive us for failing to love others as we should. Forgive us for harboring hate, anger and resentment. Help us to forgive those who have hurt us so that we do not fall into the temptation to hate or be vengeful. Teach us to understand those who are different from us so that we can understand them enough to not hate them. Holy Spirit, guide conversations between ourselves and those who disagree with us that we may come to a peaceable accord rather than allowing our differences in opinion come between us. Let Christians shine your love to the whole world that all may come to your Salvation. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Jesus tells us. Your Father in heaven causes the sun to rise and the rain to fall on bad people as well as good. Let us now turn trustfully to God our loving Father and pray. For the leaders of the church and the whole church herself, that men and women, clergy and religious, may always be faithful to their life of prayer and good works, Lord in your mercy. For our world and its environment, that exploitation may end and that there will be respect for all living creatures. We pray too that all the world's riches may be shared with generosity and love, Lord in your mercy. For all who persecute our brothers and sisters in faith, that God's Spirit of peace may turn their hearts from ways of violence to ways of reconciliation. Lord in your mercy. For all whose minds are closed to the ways of God, that the gentle promptings of the Spirit may lead them into communion with the God of truth and life. Lord in your mercy for our own parish communities that we will always be ready to extend a warm welcome to the visitor and stranger in our midst Lord in your mercy for all who are sick or in pain that God will crown them with love compassion and peace and bring healing and hope to their hearts. Lord, in your mercy. For all who have died and those whose anniversaries occur around this time, may they enjoy eternal happiness with God in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. We now present our personal intentions to the Lord. We ask our Blessed Mother to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God our Father, you are our strength and our protection. Hear our prayers and grant them for the good of your children who now call upon you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today to pray on this seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time. I wish you a joyous and glorious celebrations. We finish like we began, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.